Transpotting contains adult language, juvenile humor, and honest depictions of trans joy. Consume at your own discretion. I love it. about Celeste? You start with the first question this time. I start... Ooh, ooh, I'm so nervous. Some pressure. Ooh, you should be nervous. nervous. Who, I could ask literally <clears throat> anything right now. You could ask... I, I'd be required by law to answer it. The deep, dark, and dangerous question I'm gonna ask. <laughs> what are you most proud of? Oh, well, we're starting with that. Okay. Oh, we're starting yeah. with that one. I feel like it's a good jump point. We can talk about a lot of different things from there. Yeah. It's going to sound kind of similar to everyone else, but I'm, I am really proud of who I am now. Um, lived my life for 35 years, well, 33 years as someone I didn't like too much. I tried really hard to like, quote unquote, him. Um, and I think a lot of my core values are the same. But I think who I am as a person has really evolved and changed, become more uplifting, uh, less angry. I'm, I'm like almost never angry. And if I am, it's on someone else's behalf, usually. Um, and being open to listening to other people's experiences and being uh, more outgoing uh, and talking with other people who I, I usually don't like talking to people and I'm doing more of that these days. And I'm, I don't know. I, um, I think that transitioning really brought out who I am. The real me brought the mask off and I usually am unabashedly my very autistic self, my very, uh, Aries self I'm a very vain self, and I like the fact that I'm vain these days because I prevented myself from having self-esteem for all those years, and I'm going to cry a little bit. Um, you deserve it. You deserve to feel good about yeah. yourself. That's fucking cool. And uh-huh. I'm really proud that I just unabashedly am putting my music out there, and I'm doing projects that I enjoy with lovely people such as yourselves. And um Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Crying over. Disengaged. No, it's not working. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing to be proud of. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and even even though, even though I am frequently have voice dysphoria, 
even though I'm told I shouldn't, um, I'm still proud of my voices now compared to where it started. Yeah. So your voice yeah, is fantastic. Be. Thank you. Something you have to remind yourself about dysphoria and I have to remind myself too, is that it's often not true what you're telling yourself. You are being way harsher on yourself than anyone else is. Yeah. I've had, um, aside from dysphoria, I've had, and this goes along with the self-esteem lack of it my entire life. I've had dysmorphia my entire life, unbeknownst to me, really. Um, I've had, I'm a very small person. I'm a very skinny person. I was, you know, kind of pressured to gain weight my entire life. Um, was told that I wasn't taking care of myself when I clearly was. Um, was told my features were, you know, too big, too small, a variety of different things like that. Yes, even before transitions, all this shit happened before mm-hmm. <laughs> I was ready to, to like bake the cake that is a river. Um, mm-hmm. So that stuff still lingers and I have to fight that daily. And I'm really proud that I usually win that battle at the end of the day. I'm proud of you too. Thank you. Yeah, that's great. Hey, Riv. And I understand. Hey, Riv. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. Welcome. You deserve it. I totally understand about being really small. I also grew up very small, like very thin, you know, people making jokes about me having eating disorders or whatever, which I did not. And like, that was a hard thing to hear about. And it was a very constant thing so yeah tackling that stuff even pre-transition is in pre-egg crack pre-everything is hard right when you I were... was really small too until I started drinking too much that's a whole another rabbit hole, <laughs> rabbit hole. <laughs> I think I think especially when I'm not trying to make the case that skinny people have it hard <laughs> um yeah. this is a very niche kind of topic but I think especially when you are, when you know in your heart, your whole whole life somewhere in your brain, in your heart, that you are a feminine person and you're being forced to be a masculine person. And one of the ways to make yourself safe is to not be small because you're being perceived as being feminine, even though that's how you feel in your heart. Um, one of the hardest things is forcing yourself to conform in order to be safe. And part of that is bulking up and gaining muscle. Part of that is trying to, is, is taking those, those words to heart that people tell you that you really shouldn't, you should just be yourself. Um, yeah, sorry. I went on that rant a little bit longer than I wanted to. Take all the time you need. Yeah. I'm processing. Yeah. We're all processing. We're all a work in progress. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. I okay, think I'm it's interesting how many question. of us do the like try to bulk up. To like stuff yeah. dysphoria down because I did that also. Yeah, and I did the I did the denial beard and everything. Yeah, I had no capacity to do that. It was so patchy up in here. There was yeah. no growing. Yeah, like anything consistent. I had my first facial hair. My first facial hair when I was I think twelve or thirteen, and. It was my upper lip hair and it came in immediately and fast and I was freaked out. Mm. And it's the 
first thing to, to come in. It's the last one that wants to leave. Everything else is gone yep. except for that. That's frustrating. Oh, my God. It's so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We're almost there. You will. It'll be fine. So much better. Hmm. What is something you are passionate about? Ooh, I'm passionate about so many things. Oh, I this know. is hard. Yeah. <clears throat> I am passionate about what is the see I'm forgetting the term for it, but transformative justice, I think is the term. Mm-hmm. I am passionate about creating music and creating content and creating Can art. Can you define transformative justice? So, um, sorry, I'm having a brain fart moment. That's okay. Take Give your time. We can eat one second. I'm usually not the one being interviewed. So I'm like deer in the <laughs> headlights. Um, you know, like abolish the police, um, legalize all drugs. Um, don't put people who are having mental health crises in crises into um, to jail. Don't put anyone in jail. Don't have jail be for profit. All of these systems that were built to keep people in place where they are and keep them suffering and keep people who are already in power in power and to keep them profiting and keep their offspring profiting and their lineage continuing. Um, Burn it all the fuck down. Just burn it all the fuck down. People are people. You deserve to live. You deserve to have. If it if it's going to require money, fine. Then you deserve to have a basic income, universal in, basic income. Don't put people into jail for especially nonviolent crimes, and then perpetuate that continuous cycle of. Okay, well, now you get out of that, and now you have nothing. And so now you only way you can survive is to do crime. Oh, now you're back in jail. So anyway, passionate about breaking that stuff. Am I doing anything to, to facilitate breaking that stuff? No. Do I want to learn how to? Yeah. And I'm passionate about, of course, creating content, creating music, um, Angry trans metal. <laughs> the best kind. I'm the best kind of metal. I'm passionate, very, very passionate about our podcast. Um, I'm really happy that I get to um, do the distribution and um, I got to help with editing and run the website and get the hosting set up. Um, it's definitely a passion project of mine. It's really yeah. fun too, really and you cool. do such a great job. It's really fun. Thank yeah. you. Ooh, and I made the logo too. Yeah. Which is so fucking cool, by the way. <laughs> Thanks. You deserve all of the podcast awards. <laughs> yes, all of them. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna podcast nominate you. <laughs> Best producer. <clears throat> okay, Celeste, it's your turn to ask a question. It is my turn. It is my turn. So there's two questions so far. <laughs> oh shit! 
I'm sorry. I talk way too much. <laughs> hey, we could ask five questions and it would be a great interview compared to like sometimes you could ask 15 questions and it would be terrible. And it's like, it's yes, no, yes. It's, mm-hmm. it's about the content, not the the numerosity. Is that a word? Yes. I'm, I'm making sure. it a word. <laughs> it's about the journey. So it's about quality, not quantity. Mm-hmm. Quality, not quantity. Can you tell us about um, your family, the ones that are important to you, that make a good impact on you or have made some impact on you? You can take that really any direction you want to. Sure. So I, uh, I'm going to answer another question on the list by doing this. So I grew up in, mm-hmm. um, I grew up kind of all over. I've, you know, I've, I've been in and Virginia, in Georgia, um, the Midwest. Um, but I kind of landed in Minnesota for most of my life, um, with the exception of where I live now. Um, so I grew up mainly in Minnesota, and my parents, um, we were very suburban kind of culture there. Um, and it was, I don't remember a lot of it, unfortunately. Um, doesn't say a lot of good things about my... <laughs> memories of Minnesota, but I don't. And, um, but I do remember loving the school I went to and, uh, hanging out with my mom quite a bit. And, um, and by school I'm referring to college, uh, high school can suck it. Um, but my mom is a wonderful person and I take after her quite a bit in a lot of different ways. I, uh, the other day I noticed that, uh, she's, she sent me out of nowhere. She sent me a photo of her like college yearbook photo. And, uh, I was like, Oh, except for the, the fact that you have dark hair, we look pretty damn similar. And she sent it to me cause she thought so too. And it was really, really wonderful. That's cute. I love That's that. So it was sweet. really cute. Oh my but I, I've always taken after her more. I have always been kind of the mama's girl. Uh, <laughs> um, I was very sick um, fre- uh, frequently growing up because I actually have an autoimmune disorder I didn't know about until um, I was an adult. I couldn't quite figure out what was going on. But um, I was at home a lot from school because I was sick frequently. Um, and I just got to hang out with my mom and just got to chat about random stuff. And I, I, I miss having that closeness with her that I had back in the day of being homesick and lying down with a fever and a blanket and I was just talking about random shit. Um, yeah. Um, I also have a sister. I used to be very close with her. I don't talk with her as much anymore. I would like to. Um, she's five years older than I am. Her name is Jessica or Jess. That's my sister's name. Too, oh, that by is the way. wild. Sorry. <laughs> that is wild. Are you two uh, secretly related via your sister? My sister is technically my half-sister, so. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't live in Minnesota currently, does she? No. Then I think we're good. Okay. We should be good. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Different Jessicas. Who would have thought? Who would have thought such a common name? (laughs) Right? I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I talked a lot about a lot about my dad in my in the last episode, so I won't go. I won't mm-hmm. really do talk about it too much here. Um, I wish some things had been different when I was growing up. 
I wish that some ways in which I was treated, um, particularly in that regard, I won't go into detail, um, were different when I was growing up. And I think I would have, I would have probably come to the conclusion that I am uh, a woman or woman shaped. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I like that. Gender, gender fay. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point sooner, I was kind of at the point of coming out in college and realizing things in college when I was away from my family, not to say too much, not to say anything bad about them, but like there's something he said about being away from that attitude of trying to portray, portray a, an emotionless person. Um, that's just not me. I've been sensitive my entire life. I've been a crier my whole life. And then all of a sudden, look at that. When I became an adult, I wasn't because I pushed it all down. Um, but yeah, it's it's been brewing for a while. And I love my all of my family dearly. I think that we are all very different people. I'm very different from the rest of my family. And I, I do think that if I had been away from them for an extended period of time, like I have been out you know, when I moved away from, from quote unquote home, um, I think this would have happened a lot sooner and I kind of wish it did. Anyway, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I get that. No, I totally get that. <clears throat> Giving you downer answers. We're asking those kinds of questions though. Ah, yeah. fuck. Okay. We, we, we've got time to pick it up afterwards. Okay. Though. So like we start here and then we're able to end, like finish on some levity. Yes. Pick me up, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to answer the question of if you could travel to a fantastical fictional world and live in it, which one would you pick and which one and why? It would definitely be Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Dang, really? We're all boring bitches, aren't we? I know. Well, yeah. I don't think I'd pick Lord of the Rings, but that's a good answer. I I would definitely be an elf. Um, I would definitely be friends with people in the Shire and go and be like, hey, give me some of that that pipe weed. The pipe weed. Um, (laughs) Yeah, pipe weed. Um, No, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely an elf slash elf adjacent person in this world and I would be uh, settling in nicely, I think in that world too. We have lots of Lord of the Rings stuff on our walls and we play D and D regularly. So it is not on, it's definitely not out of the ordinary for me to be like, yeah, I want to live in that world. D and D is so much fun. Yeah, it Mm -hmm. is. Fun little Lord of the Rings thing though. My dog's name is Bilbo. Nice. Oh, that's so cute. What kind of dog? Yeah. He's a he's a little dachshund. <gasps> oh. He's half dachshund, half chihuahua, actually. Oh, he must be so tiny. Yeah, he is 18 and a half pounds. He turns four a month from yesterday. So oh. he's just a little baby. Little baby. Oh, also, I don't know why I thought of this now after you said that. It's my birthday on Sunday. Oh, yay. Happy birthday. Thank you. What do you want for your birthday? Happy birthday. Uh, shit. 
good interview questions. Not that okay. I'm saying these ones weren't. I'm just saying. More. Wow, that's harsh. <laughs> no, no. I, if I you mean, were like, to name like your more, asshole like, like more after a character questions. from Lord of the Rings, which <laughs> character would you name your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> Mine would be the Eye of Sauron. <laughs> See, that's what I mean when I say good interview questions. The uh, previous ones were also good. I just mean, oh shit. See, I'm, I'm eating my words already. Oh my God. The eye of Sauron. Gandalf the Grey. Yes. <laughs> oh, bleach it a little bit and then it's Gandalf the White. No. 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 What do I want for my birthday, though? I don't know what I want for my birthday. The Eye of Sauron. <laughs> no. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm good. At least you were offered. Uh, uh, <laughs> 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 it's, we're getting into weird territory now. <laughs> Getting to? Oh, I'm so nervous. What's your favorite? This is weird. What's your favorite birthday gift you've ever received? Ooh, okay. I have an answer for that one. Um, ow. Just punched myself in the boob. <laughs> Don't do that. That's not a good birthday gift. No. <laughs> I tried lifting my sleeve up. And then my hand slipped oh, off my sleeve and I punched I've myself. I've done that before. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh. Hold on. I just got to take a moment. Oh. <clears throat> Dear listeners, for those of you who cannot see, River is doubled over in pain. The grimace upon her face <laughs> makes us feel um, adjacently also very disturbed. It very much has that feel of when you see somebody uh, groaning in pain. But... Her whole body seems to be convulsing. <laughs> She's lying That's on the ground, dramatic. rolling over. <laughs> I'm definitely not on the ground, thank you very much. You're standing on the ground. Okay, that's fair. Okay, so you are on the ground. <laughs> I'm taking off my jacket and stuff. Celeste, it's the technicalities. <laughs> okay, my favorite, my favorite. Oh my God. Okay. For, Take your time. Take your time. So for what it's worth, I I personally think that getting hit in the tit is worse than getting hit in the balls. That's just what I'm saying. That's what I think personally. Although mine are very sensitive. It's complicated. Okay. Anyway, my favorite birthday gift was um, I got a tattoo that my spouse paid for and it is a wonderful dragonfly tattoo it's gorgeous it takes up most of your forearm it does i love it um the colors on it are beautiful too yeah yeah when i was um a little kid i went on a fishing trip with my dad and my grandpa um and we went uh, to a really wonderful lake in canada and i hated fishing and uh so the fishing part wasn't my favorite but especially the part where like I had to put worm on a hook, like, no, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that. Why would I do that? Um, no, thank you. Um, however, I would just sit there in the back of the boat, pretend to fish. Dad, if you're listening, I was pretending to fish. Um, 
He's not listening. <laughs> My mom listens though to this podcast. Oh um, no. Hi mom. I hi. Hi mom. Hi mom. Hi mom. Hi Linda. <laughs> hi Rib's mom. Um, yeah. But um I was sitting in the back of the boat and this gorgeous um this gorgeous metallic looking um dragonfly landed on my arm right where i got the tattoo it wasn't as big as that i promise uh, <laughs> i hope not no but i was enamored with dragonflies ever since oh it's so. great i love that that's yeah, so cute thank I you love that. here's a question <clears throat> did we ask you if you have any fears or phobias you, you didn't i was hoping you weren't going to okay <laughs> what is something you're looking forward to in the future <laughs> <laughs> okay So I am two and a half years into HRT, and unfortunately, it kind of reversed a few months um, when I had to pause hormones for my surgery. So I'm super looking forward to regaining that time, regaining those changes that I kind of went backwards in the coming months as my body rebalances my hormones, my body. And I got to tell you, when they don't, they don't warn you that when you pause hormones for even a little bit and they all leave your body, which is what happens in two weeks for me, because I process chemicals very quickly because I'm being a very tiny person. I have very high metabolism. And so two weeks go by and, um, as, like I said, I lost two cup sizes. Um, a lot of weird things happened. My face shifted again, um, they don't tell you when you go back on them that your body's not just like, oh, cool. We don't do this. Yeah, we're good. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm re-re-pubertying. It's puberty part three for me. And I'm two months into that. And it's, I don't know if you recall, you're, th- you're two to three months in the puberty. It's, it's difficult um, emotionally and physically. And... Um, I'm excited for that to be done. I'm excited to get beyond that and to get back to where I was before, but also go further and feel good in my body. I feel good in my body in certain places now. Um, and I want to feel good in my body everywhere, everywhere else again. And I'll get there. It's going to take time, though. Yeah, it does. It'll definitely get there. It does. Which is too bad. I wish it was just instant. I know. Yeah. I know. But yeah, it's, I mean, to, to flip that into a more positive light, I'm excited for the rest of my life. Because it's only going to get better and better and better. And I'm going to heal. I'm going to keep healing. In, both physically and mentally. And... Life's going to be a fucking party. It's going to be a party. It's going to be great. And I can't wait for that. We'll be partying when we're 90 years old. Yeah, we'll we'll be podcasting still. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, look at the perks. We don't have to go through menopause. I know. I know. Well, I'm chilling. I guess I did. Technically. Yeah, you did. But I don't have to continue to go through it. <laughs> but that was two weeks was two versus weeks. a much longer period of time. Yes, that's very true. 
All right, we've got we've got ten minutes left. Should we record our closing? Sure. Uh, Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, Sorry for the bummer, (laughs) the bummer answers to questions that I gave out, but they are real ones. Um, This is Riv. Hope you had a good time. And to plug something, just remember that I like to write angry trans femme metalcore. I will be recording some uh, vocal tracks in the near future now that I have my studio. So keep your eyes and ears open for new versions of songs with vocals from the artist known as Barry the River. I, of course, as always, am going to plug my Twitter, Sapphic Celeste. Um, You're mostly going to be there for my ridiculous tweets and my... um, insatiable thirsting over really really hot people and like come flirt with me it's fun hi everybody this is marcia with a special announcement at the end of today's episode we have a discord server up and running you can find the link in the episode description and it's a really fun way to hang out with us and the other fans of the show we also have a a few more episodes planned that are coming up We have a few interviews with people that I'm actually really excited about, and we're looking forward to talking to all of you. And if any of you are interested in being on this show, go ahead and give us your contact information on our website, transpotting.com. And now, here's the outro music, Shadows and the Sun by Robin Shakedown. Goodbye, and we'll spot you later. Some people see